Hi, this is Kylie, and you're listening to episode 31 of Fixer Up. If this is your first time checking me out, I'm glad the algorithm brought you to me. Have I said that one before? Or I'm trying to, I'm starting to forget. If you've listened to other episodes and have opted in, I'm so glad all of my previous subliminal messages were received as planned. Okay, so for this episode, I thought it would be a good idea for a little catch up on some stuff. I'm also in between authors, which is a great category of professions to be in between, I guess, in my opinion. Anyways, (laughs) there's been a lot of moments of synchronicity with the universe that I think are kind of worth sharing. Also, there's something I'd like to get off my chest, which has been a little bit more achy lately as I've gotten older and the area of achiness has changed. So I don't know if that's just me, but it's more achy in like certain spots now, like more centralized. And before I say anything, it's not because of, you know, just whatever, don't say anything. It's not even the last guy either. Like that last guy didn't last that long. I spoke too soon apparently with that one, I guess. I don't know. Actually, I think really what's probably happening is I'm figuring out faster what works. And the timing was off with that one. So I tapped out. The sooner I realize this stuff, the better, right? Did I even give that guy a nickname? I don't think I did. Oh, wait, I have a perfect one, though. Tommy Lee. It's perfect. I used to think that Tommy Lee was actually pretty hot. Did you guys watch that uh, Pamela and Tommy Lee thing, like, about the book or about uh, her stuff? I didn't watch it. I was kind of interested, though. Uh, Probably just because I thought it was really hot. Somebody watch it and let me know if it's any good, okay? So if you remember from the last episode, I had Tracy Baldwin with me and we talked about her book, Life Disrupted, Finding Your Way Forward When Your World is Upside Down. You might remember that I mentioned that I was renting a tiny house and leaving for a few days. My friends, Steph and Jeff, rented a place on the beach in New Buffalo and I met up with them there. So my tiny house was so cute. Oh my God, it was so cute. I loved it. I totally loved it. The first day I was there, we went antique shopping which you know it's all up and down old route 12 i think it's called so we ended up at this antique store lakeside antiques in new buffalo there was some very very cool stuff i had just finished telling stephanie that i wanted to move my podcasting area to this copper table that i have that i got from my friend jody which is now in my office before i had the table in the living room and before that it was actually in store so now the table's in my office but it isn't a dining room table size it's more of an end table, so a normal size height chair doesn't really work. And I actually even tried my cubes too. And it turns out my cubes are the same height as my dining room chairs. Who knew? I always thought they were smaller, but apparently not. Or maybe I'm just small. It's probably just because I'm small. Anyways, I was just saying I need short chairs or maybe a footstool or something that'll work. And she's like, you need kindergarten chairs. And I was like, oh yeah, that's exactly like exactly what I need, you know? Now, I kid you not, (laughs) pun intended, (laughs) but like 10 minutes later, I'm in the next aisle over and I see a set of four elementary school chairs. And I was like, no way, Steph, you have to look at this. They were these old school metal chairs. They're kind of, they're like pinkish, like almost like a, a fleshy color. I don't know. I took one down. I sat on it to make sure that my dupe fit, because <laughs> you know, that's a concern. <laughs> it did just by the way, you know, um, and then it turns out Jeff had a measuring tape in the car. So we went out and got it and we measured the chairs and then we measured me in the chairs to like to measure my thigh. So I, so I know how high my thigh went 
so I could measure it to the table. <laughs> and then I asked the owner, his name is Alan, I asked him if he could split up the chairs because there was a set of four, but I thought I only needed two. So I asked if he could split it up. He made a couple calls and he said that he could split it up. So I told him I'd go home and I would measure everything and then I would let him know. And if I liked it, I could just come back, whatever. So the next day when I actually got home, I was on the phone with Beth and I was telling her about the chairs because I, you know, I took a picture. So I sent her a picture of the chairs and then I was getting out my measuring tape and I'm like, oh my God, I think it's going to totally work. You know, and we're talking about it and she's like, you probably need to get all four chairs because you're going to have more than maybe two people on at the podcast at once and the chairs will tuck underneath the table and if a fourth chair doesn't tuck underneath the table, then you could just put it in your closets and they'll be really cute. And if the color doesn't work, you can spray paint them later because it's metal. And I was like, holy shit, you're right. And they were reasonably priced. Like there's no way I would have found something in the city for that, you know? So I actually called um, Alan and I was like, have you sold them? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take them. I'll take all four. So um, I made arrangements to go the next weekend and pick him up. And he actually gave me a discount because I paid him in cash. So I was all about it. <laughs> I was like, cool, you know, done and done. So Beth and I went back down there. Um, the next weekend, we like made a really quick morning trip of it and went out really early, hit a couple shops, hit up the farmer's market. And then we had this awesome brunch at this place called, I think it was called Jackie's Cafe. And it was really, really good. And then we came back into the city. And like we sat in the car and listened to fun music. Like I was totally playing our Queen Herbie because I'm all about Queen Herbie right now. Stuff like that. So it was really, really fun. We had good conversations. It was, it was awesome. And I was home by like 1.30. <laughs> you know? The chairs are now in my office. And uh, I'll put pics on my social media. Like they totally work. I'm, I'm really, really happy. I'm happy with them. So you'll have to let me know what you think of them. Because they really are like elementary school chairs. It totally works. So... I'm in them now and I have to say it's, I mean, it's a nice, like, I'm not going to, this, this isn't dirty in any way. This is just the construction. Okay. So they're nice and sturdy <laughs> and it's like really hard against my back. And it's like the small of my back is like where the top of the chair is. And it feels awesome. Like it really does actually. Yeah. You know, nobody's back bothered them when they were a kid. Right. So I, maybe I just need to sit in little kids chairs and my back won't bother me. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with them. Like, I'm totally happy with them. So I did have a, almost like a mini freak out in the tiny house, though, because there was massive thunderstorms that Saturday night. And I was in the tiny house and it has a very loud roof. And so I was like, oh, my God, like, I know you guys know that I have issues with water which is kind of crazy because I go to the beach all the time. So I don't think it's issues with like big bodies of water so much as it's like issues with like water pouring down. <laughs> Does that make sense? It's like, is the water moving or not moving? Is it? Yeah. You know, anyways, it was pouring. And then I was kind of like, okay, uh, what am I going to do? I hope there's no leaks in this little tiny house. <laughs> you know, like it was so loud. And then it was right around when I was trying to go to bed. And then I actually like sat there and I was like, okay, Kylie. And then I said this out loud. And I said it to the tiny house and I said it to the universe, I guess, you know, okay, what if all this water coming down around me actually can't hurt me? Like it hasn't hurt me yet. You know, it might've knocked me down for a minute, but it certainly didn't take me out. I got back up, you know, and my house is better for it and I'm better for it. 
And then I remember, like I reminded myself that I used to love sleeping during storms. I mean, I think so many people love sleeping when it's raining and like when it's storming, I think it's so great. And I needed the sleep. So off to dreamland I went, you know, it was okay. The tiny house didn't leak and I slept. So that those were, those were good things. But, um, my time up there wasn't enough though. So I actually booked something in the next town over for a few days around the 4th of July. And I'm like, fuck it. Like I'm going to have a a solid amount of time off of work. So I'm going to spend some more time up there, you know, like having a few days will really give me a chance to like, think about some shit, like to really sit and think about it. You know, it's also kind of when I, where I think I want to suggest we do our next girl's trip because I'm picking the place this time. There's plenty of stuff to do up there in the fall and it's going to be beautiful. And so, you know, everybody wants to see the trees in the fall. It'll be pretty. Anyways, as I mentioned, the chairs are in their new home in my office around the copper table and they look good. Like they really do. So I also built the middle part of my closet in the office the other day. So this room is almost done. You know, I'm excited. I do need to get a bookcase that's in storage, out of storage and put it like, I think I'm going to put it in here. And then I think I'm going to get a fun curtain to like cover up the closet instead of putting the doors back. I don't know. I I did some work in there. I totally shelved out like the sides of the closets and, um, I did like Home Depot stuff, but it's, it's pretty decent stuff. Like that's the stuff I have in most of my closets. Anyways, I suffered through it because I couldn't figure out the drill. Like I couldn't figure out how to get the drill bit out. I don't know. Don't ask. (laughs) It's like, so I have actual, I had blisters on my fingers from the screwdriver from the Phillips. Like it really was, you know, and um, Beth helped me too. Like I was to a point, I'm like, I, I can't get this anymore. You know? So Beth helped me too. And she also couldn't figure out the drill. So it wasn't just me. <laughs> the shelves are all for storage, obviously, but I'll also have like some office stuff tucked in there. And then I'll have some empty weekend bags and in the middle part, I put like a, a rod so I could hang things like for really long items and fancy dresses and long coats and stuff like that. I also put like my once a year new purses. I put them on the top um, above the hanging rack. There's like a shelf up there. So I put those up there. And then on my other side of the closet, I have some more purses and stuff like that. So it's going to be really cute. I think I could actually like put up a fun light in there too. Like I'm, I'm kind of looking at it right now and I could totally put up a fun light. That would look really awesome. So I'm kind of happy with it. I'm not sure about the curtain because I kind of like, like it kind of looks fancy, a little fancy. I mean, you know, I'm not super fancy, but that's the fanciest I get, I guess. I did just order two pairs of gym shoes today. So yeah, I'm really fancy. I ordered gym shoes. I'm not sure about the curtain. I'll decide about that later, you know. And then, oh, I could also like for the lights, I could put the new, I could put new lights in my other closet too. Like make that really cute. Cause that one's like my shoe closet area. And this one is my purse closet area. And that makes me sound really fucking fancy. (laughs) Swear to God, I'm not. It would be really cute to change out both of those lights in my closet. I think I'm going to start looking for some fun lights. That'd be cool. And I could do that too. Like I could do that. And I could just have Ian make sure I don't electrocute myself or something. Ian helped me put up this totally awesome picture in the office too. And I needed the drill for that. I tried to do it with the Phillips and myself and that didn't work at all. And it's actually, um, it's an old door. I got it at O'Donovan's, the manager of O'Donovan's, Frankie. She's an artist and she goes around and she finds, um, you know, different things to paint on. So she found this old door and so she painted this flower behind it. It's really, really cool. 
So I hung the old repurposed door over the spot where I found the other old door in the wall. So I can basically say that a door hung a door over an uncovered door. Yeah. (laughs) Seems about right. And kind of dorky. (laughs) He also, Ian also helped me put up the closet doors in the yoga room. I mean, the contractor said it was going to be hard, but it didn't seem that hard. I know I was just supervising, (laughs) but we just looked it up. Like I had all the parts. And so Ian was like, oh, we should be able to do this. And he was able to do it with like no problem. It it didn't even take that long. You know, like it it seemed, uh, it seemed pretty easy. It was like a half hour, maybe. I don't even know. So that room is almost done too, actually. There's something I have that I got from a friend that I want to frame and put up on the wall, but that's pretty much it. I'll probably get a plant uh, for in there too. So I'm about 95% done with the renovation stuff, you know. I need to submit some invoices for reimbursement, and uh, I plan on doing that this weekend. But um, I'll let you go. I'll let you guys know how that all goes. But yeah, no, so there's been like lots of synchronicity around me. I kind of love it. Okay, so this is the thing I kind of want to get off my chest you know, and it's a sensitive subject for me. I think more so now that I'm divorced. But then again, now that I think about it, it's kind of been a sensitive subject for me for most of my life, actually. But maybe more so now. I don't know. Anyways, Mother's Day. Can we talk about Mother's Day? I know it was like a week. It was like a week ago, a week and a half ago. But can we talk about it just for a minute? I don't know. Okay. For one, is it just me or does society just not like stepmoms? You know, like, and why do people forget that I'm a stepmom? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think my relationship with the kids is that much different from other relationships. Is it? I don't know. You know, I mean, it's different from what I had with my step parents, but that was like in the eighties, you know? Um, and one of, one of the relationships was like so short lived. Like, I'm surprised I even remember that person's name. You know, seriously, it was like winter and fall of the same year and that's it, you know? I mean, I'm kidding. I do remember his name. <laughs> of course, I remember his name. I actually call it the season of rich, I think. Yes. Maybe that's ash. Ass hat-ish of me. Is that a word? Ass hat-ish. <laughs> that's hard to say. <laughs> but whatever. That's what I call it. So anyways, I went to Walgreens to pick up a Mother's Day card for Ellen, you know, aka Nana. And I was shocked and surprised. And then I was pissed. <laughs> to find that it was really hard to find one card specifically for stepmoms. You know, this store didn't have a single card for that subcategory. I even took pictures. Like there was different subcategories. You know, there was like aunt, daughter, someone special, wife, mom, obviously, you know, but nothing like specifically for stepmoms. There wasn't one in Spanish either. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've gotten one from the kids before. You know, so I know they must exist, but like, yeah, I was legit surprised by this omission in my mind. And they got me thinking, like, why do people forget to say something? Is it because people don't think I still have a relationship with the kids? Like after my divorce? I don't know. But then maybe they're hesitant to say something in case it would upset me thinking that I don't have a relationship with the kids. So I don't know. I mean, I think that like a lot of my friends who know me aren't surprised that I still have a relationship with the kids. You know, I mean, I think they're, they're glad and, but they're not surprised by it. You know, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Like they know how long I was with my ex and they remember how old the kids were. 
you know? So, I, I mean, I can't imagine not having a relationship with them. I don't know. And then, you know, my family forgetting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even really gonna... I mean, there's several family members who don't forget. So, you know, please don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, like, I'm just gonna let that part go. Because I've got some family members who are still, you know, thinking that I don't know what it's like. And they tell me I have no idea what it's like to be a mother because I didn't give birth to children. So I've got no idea, you know, even though I'm partially mothering those people's kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> Anyways, you can obviously see why I, I don't talk to some of my family members very much. <laughs> Isn't that whole argument negated? You have to be biological. And then, you know, I mean, I'm sure all of the mothers who are mothers through adoption or fostering or whatever would, you know, have something to say about that theory too. Like, that's just ridiculous. You know, I mean, heaven forbid. I mean, that's just crazy. So like, what about society though? Let's talk about the word, like the etymology of it. Okay. I think like, I actually looked this up. I didn't write it down exactly. I probably should have, but I didn't. (laughs) Britannica Dictionary defines a stepmom as a woman that your father marries like after his marriage to or his relationship with your mother has ended. Okay, well, that makes sense. Like that's exactly what it is, right? But if we break it down even further, like what about the word step? Because I don't know, that that word to me, I don't know. It's not like a, it's not a soft word in my head, you know? Like my phone is blowing up right now, sorry. But when you look up that word, the definition is about like moving your feet up and down and and forwards and backwards, etc. And it's also like the surface that we use to move from one area, like a floor to another one or something like that, like the physical thing that's a step, not the actual action, right? So, but when I think about it, again, like when I said just now, like, sorry, I can't get this part out. (laughs) I guess it's neither an a pleasant nor an unpleasant word, right? But society has indoctrinated us to not like step-parents, you know? Disney did a number on a whole classification when we were kids. (laughs) Cinderella, Snow White, Enchanted. Even though, to tell you the truth, I don't think I ever saw Enchanted. I think I've seen some of Enchanted, but um, that was a complete just random comment, sorry. But there were so many other examples that were negative when we were like growing up, you know, like the Baroness and the Sound of Music, the Stepmom and the Parent Trap. These are just some of the ones that come to mind. According to an article from the BBC.com, there is more than 900 international stories written about nefarious stepmothers throughout centuries and the endless stream of on-screen adaptations from filmmakers, including the aforementioned ones... You know, stepmothers are frequently perceived as less affectionate, kind, happy, and likable, and more cruel, unfair, and even hateful. I mean, that's crazy. Centuries of a bad rap. Like, that's a hard mountain to climb. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) Whoever wrote that story years ago that had the first evil stepmother, like, must have had one hell of a stepmother. (laughs) Like, that, that poor person, you know? I don't know. I would say... I'm still going to say that poor person because it could have been a, a female disguised as a male. You know, I mean, that happens, you know, that's crazy. But the actual etymology of the word comes from like old English. I think I can't, I'm going to totally butcher this. Steop, S-T-E-O-P, steop, which indicates the loss. So like a stepchild meant an orphan. Before the year 800, 
a step mutter or step motor, probably not saying that right either. It's Germanic step motor. I don't know. It was someone who became a mother to an orphan. So it morphed over the years to apply to like divorces and remarriages versus only being about death. I mean, that kind of makes sense to me. Like the etymology of the word actually makes sense to me. It wasn't all negative way back then. You know, it was probably some random guy who had a bad experience a long time ago and it ruined it for the rest of us. Ruined it. I hate it when that shit happens. (laughs) Okay, for two, kind of along the same veins as trying to find the right card. I always had such a hard time finding cards for my own mom for Mother's Day, obviously before I stopped contact with her, (laughs) because they were all so sappy and bullshit. I mean, I'm sure it's not bullshit for a lot of people and good for you guys, seriously. Like I don't have that type of relationship with my mom, so I'm never going to have that type of relationship with her. (laughs) So (laughs) don't get me wrong. I have got great relationships with other women in my life who have been mother figures to me, you know, and I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, And I'm grateful for each of those people, you know, but still every once in a while I get a little twinge, you know, that like, it's still not my mom, you know, I don't know. Does that make sense? I don't know. Anyways, a few weeks ago, my niece was telling me that she was a little sad about mom's weekend down in Champaign. And she said that she couldn't ever ask her mom or because, you know, who her mom is. And and I get that, right? I had the same situation back when I was in college. But I always made sure that I worked my ass off during that weekend to keep my mind off it. And I would make bank because we would be busy as shit. As I said before, it's very hard to watch cycles repeated. My niece did the sweetest thing though. She asked if I would go down next year for mom's weekend, which I would totally do. I was like, hell yes. There'd be so much fun. So anyways, clearly I need to work on that little twinge. (laughs) And people need to remember that stepmoms can be main parts of the kids' lives. And people also need to remember that Mother's Day can mean different things and can be hard for some people, you know? I'm also going to stop saying stepmoms. I think I'm going to start saying bonus mom, you know, screw the old Germans, even though I do like the etymology of the word. I'm such a dork. And I like saying etymology because I like that word. (laughs) In an effort to not end this on a totally shitty note, you know, one more quick thing about synchronicity and maybe affirmation is a better word for this, but I made my 2023 vision board for the year of the rabbit. Thank you, Astro Twins. And I realized last week that I'm already actively doing stuff on the board. Like I'm putting stuff into my life that will help me on my path. And that was so cool to like look at it and go, oh my God, wait, I'm doing that. Like it was, it was really cool. Another quick thing that I'm actually putting into my life, speaking of putting things into my life and no, don't make that dirty. I just finished reading Rico's book, Working It Out, A Spin Instructor's Guide to Creating Playlists for Efficiency in Your Work, Home, and Personal Life. And he talked about doing some short-timed stuff around the house during the week so that we can take our weekends back. I did two such micro things yesterday that I've been meaning to do for a couple weeks. It took me maybe like 20 minutes after work. And it was a really good way for me to like unwind mentally because I wasn't thinking about work, you know. I think in my next episode, Rico will be on with me and we'll talk about his book. And I think all of you should give that one a listen and give his book a read. It was really good. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk to him about it because I've got notes all over it, just like I did with Tracy's book. Um, I've got notes all over it. It's highlighted all over the place and uh, it's going to be a good episode. And I think you'll 
you'll come away with some really useful information. So that's cool. Okay. So thank you so much for listening to episode 31 of Fixer Up. I can't be the only one seeing a bunch of synced up stuff around me. So what are some of yours? I hope my updates weren't too boring for you. (laughs) Thanks for listening and letting me get some stuff off my chest as well. If you want to see pictures, go please check out my socials at mkylied. If you'd like this episode, please give the thumbs up, subscribe, tell your friends, and write me a review. I added that today. I think that's a good thing to add. Yes, so please write a review. I would appreciate it. I've got to get the algorithm in my favor. There's that tricky algorithm again. <laughs> if you'd like to get a hold of me, my socials are D. Email is fixherup01 at gmail.com. Voicemail is 773-236-1112. And my website is www.fixherup.net. Thanks again. Papich. See you guys in a couple weeks.